Hello, podcast community. You are tuning in to the third episode of my series, Is This Actually Healthy? And I am your host, as usual, Juliana. It's good to have you here today if this is your first time tuning in or if you've listened to the other two episodes. It's great to have you back. Either way, um, I appreciate your support. My show is to help guide you, make healthier dietary decisions, but in practical ways. These short, punchy episodes are designed to help you dissect your foods, become aware of the range of nutritional options that you have, and make it clear where in your daily diet you can make positive change. Basically, I'm here to make you your own nutritional consultant. Because if you can rely on your own expertise, then you'll know exactly what you want to get out of your diet and you won't be swindled by the health trends and fad diets and whatever, whatever else is circulating out there that might not actually be right for you. For today's episode, I would like to be tackling the questions, can I tell if something is healthy by what's on the package? And also, what kinds of things should I look out for on food labels to know if I'm being misled? Sometimes we think we're selecting foods that are smart options, but in reality they aren't, and we're only led to believe that under false pretenses. This is an important concept for you to recognize early if you're new in your healthy eating campaign, and you must be mindful of this on every shopping quest. So even people who have been food conscious for a long time know how challenging it can be to keep their knowledge up to date, especially for those who routinely add new foods to their grocery carts. That is me. Some of the food labeling tricks out there are clever enough to trick even skeptical consumers. This can be done with a variety of tactics that you wouldn't even think about, such as where foods are positioned in the grocery aisles or even if they're on the bottom or the top shelf. Does it seem like something as small as food placement might lead you to buy something you shouldn't? You might not realize this yet, but companies sure do. That's why it's critical for you to consider how a food item is presented, what information is put on the front of the package, what information is excluded, and where it's located in the store, so you can make conclusions about the product at its face value. If this sounds scary, don't be alarmed. I'm here to guide you on how to confidently select options that are better for you using practical tips that I use every day. With a little knowledge, um, you'll be able to see a food item for what it really is and not just what the producer wants you to, to think that it is. Because part of this perception comes from how the food is presented to you. I, will, I want to discuss a series of examples that I've found for how foods are marketed to make them seem healthier than they actually are. I found all of these examples while shopping at my supermarket, and it would be very easy for you to find examples just like this wherever it is that you shop. So let's imagine in our heads that I'm presenting an item to you. This first example will probably be pretty easy to associate with unhealthy drink choice. Um, maybe you drink this, maybe you don't. I'm talking about a YooHoo chocolate beverage. Basically, this YooHoo drink, which is popular in grocery stores all over America, is 
a chocolate sugar bomb. But on the label, it's advertised that it's a good source of vitamins and minerals like calcium and vitamin D and that it's also 99% fat free. In this way, the company is trying to push the benefits of the drink to you while gracefully ignoring the fact that each serving contains 23 grams of added refined sugars. Now, if you're really concerned about consuming more calcium and vitamin D, you can definitely get these elsewhere. If you want to look up the nutrition facts for any of these items that I talk about, or if you want to go try to find them in your grocery store, then have a look and pay attention to see what you find on the label that might be misleading. Anyway, let's put this into perspective with another example I found. What about common fruit snacks that adults love to throw into their kids' lunch boxes? Well, I was looking at some Black Forest brand fruit snacks in the cereal aisle, and these fruit snacks have the same kinds of marketing techniques, um, stressing that they're made with real fruit juice and that they're great sources of vitamin C. Okay, that's something, at least it's not complete garbage, but these snacks actually only contain about 8% fruit juice concentrate. So where do the rest of the calories come from? You guessed it, sugar. This next example is going to be the trickiest yet because for all intents and purposes, it's something that looks healthy when you see it and it sounds healthy when I describe it. I'm talking about a common Nature Valley fruit bar. So a fruit and nut bar, that sounds pretty healthy. How can fruits and nuts be bad? Well, when I scrutinize the label of this box, I can see that the box parades that there's no high fructose corn syrup. And the picture makes it look like a quality food with minimal processing. Yet, When I turn the box over, my mind absorbs the fact that they have virtually no protein, even when they're made with nuts, and have pretty much 0% daily value for various micronutrients like vitamin D, calcium, and iron. So they also have no high fructose corn syrup. That's great, but that does not mean the company won't replace that ingredient with cane sugar or just regular corn syrup which are the second and third most common ingredients in that bar. Now, if this is the case, I recommend eating the dried fruits and nuts separately. Make your own trail mix instead of relying on buying these processed fruit and nut bars that might be loaded with all these other ingredients that aren't best for you. So another thing I must point out is our tendencies to think something is healthy just because because of what it is. My last example was sort of an example of that where people pick up a granola bar and they say, this is a granola bar, it must be healthy. Well, that's not really the case because some people automatically associate certain products as being healthy and this is a dangerous assumption for a healthy balanced diet. Uh, A good example I have of this is that I have heard, okay, this one a handful of times in my life. Someone brags to me that they're making a healthier choice because they started cutting out soda and have replaced it with tea. It sounds like a great switch to me until they show me 
that the tea that they've switched to. For example, there are popular brands such as Pure Leaf that offers herbal teas and it looks healthy because it's a tea. But once again, you have to be careful of this because for some of these teas, when you look at the nutrition label, they are loaded with added sugars and sometimes have almost the same amount of sugar as a normal soda. So just because it's marketed as an herbal tea, don't automatically assume that's better for you. I don't want to forget about fruit juice either. This is a common one that people don't really think about because juice is something that just sounds healthy. It's liquid fruit. But once again, if you look at some popular brands such as Ocean Spray, um, some of these only contain about 12% juice, but the packaging makes it look like it's a 100% fruit juice. And you can definitely buy this thinking that you're getting that product if you don't consider the possibility that it might be a wolf in sheep's clothing. I could spend hours giving you examples of these kinds of things, but the best thing I can suggest is for you to start scrutinizing the items on the shelves at your grocery store and start trying to see through the ruse. Be a skeptic and never assume something's healthy just by how the package looks or by your previous conceptions of its nutritional value. If you find some good examples of these that you think would benefit other viewers or listeners of this podcast, take pictures and feature them below in the comments. Send them to me. I want to know what you found and what sticks out in your minds. If you found today's content interesting, then keep tuning in to future episodes of the show. As a last comment, this is the podcast adaptation of my YouTube channel. It goes by the same name. Is this actually healthy? So if you would like to see these episodes live with me speaking, then make sure to tune in there too. With that, I am going to close this episode. I will see you next time. And ciao, ciao to you. Bye.